What does a Christian look like? We'll talk about it today on a daily Bible study with Pastor Mark. When you say the word freedom to people in Western culture, the automatic thought we have is I am free to do whatever I want. I'm free to go wherever I want. I'm free to say whatever I want. I'm free to do whatever I want. So when you read Galatians 5 and you see Paul say things like, for freedom, Christ has set us free, where does your mind go? What do you think he's saying here when he says that we are free? Well, he explains it in this chapter. So he starts the chapter by saying, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand therefore, stand firm therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. His point is, you're free to do whatever you want to do, but don't use that freedom to now go back into doing the things that you have been freed from. In fact, he says in verse 16, but I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh, for these are opposed to each other. So when you get saved, when you believe in Christ, put your faith in Christ, you're gifted with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to teach you the Word of God. It's going to do that through a lot of different ways. You're going to want to say something, and you're going to hear this inner voice, so to speak, or this leading that you have that maybe you shouldn't do that or say that. Like I had somebody yesterday who... Uh, I was talking to them, and and they told me something, that they had done something, and then five minutes later, they came back to me, and like, look, I didn't tell you the whole truth. Now, what was that? Well, that was the Holy Spirit at work in their life, because they said something to me that was untruthful, and the Holy Spirit convicted them and said, that's not the whole truth. So you need to go back and apologize to this individual that you were speaking to and admit the fact that that you didn't speak the truth and and ask for their forgiveness and make things right. And I thought that was a great example of God the Holy Spirit at work in this person in in this person's life. And that's what happens to us as we grow in our faith as the Holy Spirit does a work on us. And what he says is he says but the fruits of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit. So this is what's going to be evident as this individual, as we as Christians, no matter who it is, as we yield to the Holy Spirit, then these things are going to be more evident in our life. Well, we're going to have a greater amount of love. We're going to have a greater amount of joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So these are the things that are going to be evident as we interact with other people. We're going to love people more. There's going to be more joy, independent of our circumstances. We're going to have peace in spite of what we're walking through. We're going to be incredibly patient with people. We're going to have kindness. Uh, We're going to think of ways that we can be kind to other people. We're going to have examples of goodness, not selfishness, not, not looking out just for our own interests, but for the interest of others. We're going to be marked by faithfulness. We're going to treat people with gentleness, and there's going to be self-control. These are the evidence of the fruits of the Spirit in our life. This is what 
the Bible's talking about when it says, by your fruit you'll know them. So how do I know somebody is being yielded to the Spirit? Well, I'm going to see these evidences in their life. What are some things that Paul says are going to be evident in my life that show that I am following the flesh or not really free from my old life? Well, he says the works of the flesh are sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of rage, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. So this is going to be the evidence of the the fleshly nature is dominating my life. And I want to be led by the Spirit. The Spirit offers a better life. Doesn't it sound better to you to live a life of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control? That's a more enjoyable life. That's a life that leads to no regrets. But that is a life that's following the Holy Spirit. And that's why he says in 25, if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let's listen to what the Holy Spirit says. Let him be the one that gives direction in our life, and let's follow that direction. Let's obviously make sure that whatever we're being led to do lines up with the Word of God, but the Holy Spirit will never tell us to do something that's counter to the Word of God. So walk in the Spirit. Don't use your freedom to do whatever you want to do. Use your freedom to follow Christ and use your freedom to listen to the Holy Spirit and follow his direction in your life. Lord, we pray that we would not use our freedom to live sensual lives and lives that just satisfy the flesh, but help us, Lord, to use our freedom to exalt you. May our lives bring glory and honor to you in all we do and say. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great day. Wednesday, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow.